Blog Talk Radio. A return to excellence. A return to tradition. It's the 2018 Coach Perry Podcast. Welcome back to another edition of the 2018 Coach Perry Podcast, powered by Charles Auto Family, located out there in Garrettsville, Ohio. Always appreciative of their support of the Niles McKinley Red Dragons. And win number three was put in the books last week here at Bo Ryan Stadium with a dominating 62 to nothing victory over Jefferson. One game remaining as the Red Dragons make their way to Edgewood. Coach Perry, congratulations on your third win of the season, back-to-back wins. Um, what was it like to be able to come into this locker room, this coaching area, with back-to-back wins? I'm sure a little different pulse and vibe in the, you know, amongst the men and coaches. Yeah, uh, you know, big for our seniors. That was their last time to run out of the tunnel here, and uh, uh, they got to spend some time with their classmates, and uh, uh, they had a little ceremony with all the senior band members, cheerleaders, and so forth. So so that that was really good. Uh, uh, I guess the other big positive, played a lot of kids. A lot of kids got playing time, and, uh, uh, you know, that that's important moving forward with the program and everything. So, you know, minus the weather and uh, – <laughs> Uh, yeah, a little feel for Jefferson a little bit there. Otherwise, other than that, a good night. Definitely, and I, you know, yeah, I did. I heard the uh, the weather was a little bit nasty, cold, rainy. But yeah, you guys were having a a good night on your end. A lot of points, and like you said, a lot of kids got to participate and kind of take put their hand, I guess, in this victory. Um, so, what is? I mean, kind of take us in through what's it like? Because you've seen this team after a loss, after several losses. But I mean, what, what's the difference? I guess after a couple wins and the confidence, or or maybe some of the changes you've seen with these young men. Yeah, uh, you know, one thing that kind of happens there, and, and I think we talked about this earlier in the year. Like you wouldn't think, you know, if you look at our overall record, that you have to worry about it. But I told the kids after, I think it was maybe. Wednesday or Thursday's practice. I said, you know, we've had our butt kicked quite a bit around here. Now all of a sudden we feel like we're the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> I didn't think our our focus was all that great, but uh, you know, our, our kids are uh, starting to starting to get the sense that we're picking up a little bit of football savvy. I think they watched that film and and uh, not to be disrespectful to it, but I think they they knew what product was coming in here with Jefferson. And uh, the one thing I, I try to tell them is sometimes success can be harder to deal with than adversity. You know, uh, this is a this is a challenge to better ourselves each week. That we have to be able to look and say, did we get better? It doesn't matter. You know, opponents are going to come and go, whether they're better than us or or worse than us. But we always want to have the opportunity to get better. And uh, you know, I, I think it's just something that that we need to learn from. That each week we got to come in here, regardless of who's who, who's next up on the schedule, and just work against ourselves to get better. So we didn't do a great job of that, but obviously, uh, uh, you know, it really didn't matter as far as the scoreboard was concerned this week. Nice. And, and and we you got one more game. Again, you guys are going to Edgewood, aiming to win your last three to finish four and six. Um, you talked about uh, the seniors their last time running through this tunnel and being able to suit up as a Red Dragon. Um, for you, emotional at all? And uh, talk a little bit about these seniors and what they meant to you. 
Yeah, uh, you know, I, I can't say enough for them because I think they had some reasons probably at different parts of the season maybe to pack it in, and uh, they certainly didn't do that. Um, I guess if you, if you want to look back a little further, I think the thing that sticks in my mind is is uh, they put our trust in us as coaches pretty early on without knowing us. So I'll always be thankful for them on that. And we want to send them out this week the right way. Uh, you know, good group of kids. You know, I, I don't know how many of them have the uh, desire to play at the next level. I think a few of them are capable of doing that. Uh, the kid who I really feel for is uh, is uh, Trent Johnson, who's who's been out with that collarbone and. Uh, I don't think we're going to get him back this week unless there's some kind of miracle that, that's happened in his healing process. We were really hoping to get him back at least for this last game just so he could go out on, on top. But, uh, uh, yeah, these guys these guys are going to be etched in, in my memory forever for what they've done for our program. Especially in your inaugural season as head coach of the Red Dragons. A lot of exciting stuff. And again, if you miss any of these shows in their entirety with Coach Perry, they're free and available at Block Talk Radio and iTunes. We also blast them out on social media. And once again, this show is powered by Charles Auto Family, located in Garrettsville, Ohio, bringing you new and pre-owned vehicles. And as always, we do appreciate their support that they've shown this team. Um, Edgewood, you guys are on the road for the last game of the year. Talk a little bit about what they do and, and how you're going to kind of counter it. And all the sneaky plays that you're not now. Yeah, we're, we held them all <laughs> back for this game. <laughs> no, you know, Edgewood, they're a little bit of enigma to us. Um, uh, they, you know, obviously their their record, they they haven't, uh, you know, been too productive. But, you know, one of their wins, they they played Brookfield a few weeks back and put up 58 points. And uh, we're actually trying to get our hands on that film to kind of <laughs> see, you know, what was different that night compared to some of the other games where we were watching where they struggled a little bit. So uh, the one thing I'll, I'll tell our kids, and I can tell you, is that in my life there's been no week crazier than week 10 it just very it tends to be and I think a lot of it is this is our last game you know maybe some kids come out and play better or some other kids come out and play worse but I've seen some crazy upsets uh, I'll go back to my playing days my sophomore year we were eight and one going up against Wilson who was one and eight and they beat us which we didn't know at the time but really knocked us out of the playoffs we didn't think we had any chance of getting in but had we had won there was a I don't know if it's 100% true, but the thought that that would have been Niles' first ever playoff team. Uh, a few years back against Edgewood, I was coaching here, and, and they come in with, with not a very good record, and they were running the wing tee at the time, and we couldn't stop them. So, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not uh, you know, chalking this into the wing column by any means uh, as of now. And like I said, there's, there's been some things I've seen from Edgewood that know they got a couple nice-looking players, and uh, we just got to be focused and ready to play. Nice. And, and and you talked about that, I guess, you know, a lot of different things can happen in the final week of the season. Um, for you, I mean, are the do you sense it in the kids that they know this is the last game? Well, I don't think anything, and we talked about this with our speaker, Anthony Longs was in here, and he talked about playing at YSU and, and talked about how special it was to be at Niles. I think that's something that no matter how much you tell somebody that, uh, until it's over, I, I don't think that, that it can sink in. And, and I watch it with my daughter, her last volleyball game last week. And I, I watched when the game ended, and I saw you know, a look on her face where she was maybe starting to process it. And then I think you go back into that locker room, and you start peeling off that uniform or whatever it is, your routine there at the end of the game, and you say, this has been such a big part of my life for such a long time. I've put so much, and it's just over. 
Like, it's never coming back. I don't care if you're going to play college football or you go on the NFL. You're never going to put on that now uniform. And as much as we try to, like, prepare the kids for that and make them appreciate it every night they're out here, that's going to hit our – I can promise you it's going to hit our seniors hard. And uh, it's sort of one of those rite of passage things. It's, it's We'll be sad about it a little bit, but, you know, at the same time we're going to welcome them into them. I tell them, welcome to the fraternity. You're a retired guy just like me now. So – uh, every and that, and that happens all in locker rooms all across America, and uh, so no, I don't think there's any way we can prepare our kids for it. But I can assure you, they're going to experience it uh, when that clock hits zero. I'm, I'm sure I, I'm an emotional time. Uh, let me ask you this, Coach. Now you started off the season. I believe you guys were one and six at one point. Now you guys are three and six, aiming to win your last three. Um, are you upset that the season's about to end and you kind you guys are kind of hitting stride a little bit? Would you almost maybe rather have seen the schedule maybe vice versa? Or you know you know because I mean you're going to leave on a high note even if this doesn't end the way you wanted against Edwards, you guys finish strong. Yeah, you know it, it's we talked in the beginning of the year and we looked at the schedule and said boy this would have been nice to had this schedule turned around and maybe got some some games where we felt like we were maybe a little bit better and you know gone into the season with you know, eased into our learning. But that's not the way it was dealt to us, so there's no sense even really fathoming that. I guess what I look at it now, if we're able to get this last one, that's some nice momentum going into the off season. But bigger than that is to send these seniors out, uh, again, knowing that, that they, they've done some just some great things for the program. So uh, that's really been our focus. I've, I've talked to kids for the last three weeks. This is all about those those nine seniors and, and getting them out here the right way. And uh, that's how we try to maintain our focus to this whole thing. Uh, you know, we, we did. We said we want to go 3-0 and in these last three. We think that they're all three games where we have an opportunity to win. And uh, so, you know, if we're fortunate enough to come out on top Friday night, if we can look back and say 3-0 and or, like you said, 2-1, and then that's, uh, you know, that that's where we are. We know we got a lot returning. And, and either way, we got to have a great, great winner. Uh, this is an important winter for us. Awesome stuff. And as always, we always announce the, well, Permanis gives us the sandwich, the hardest working sandwich in America, and we present the hardest working Red Dragon. And uh, I'm sure there were several this past week against Jefferson. I'm not sure if you got to the to the team captains. Did you get the? No, we uh, we actually did it as coaches here. Okay. Uh, and because I didn't want to leave this one to chance because I felt pretty <laughs> strong about it, and I knew our coaches would too, but uh uh, this, this is going to go out to a sophomore who started for the very first time, stepped nice. in an inside linebacker, uh, had a couple sacks. I think he caused a fumble, had a pick six on, on a touchdown. So uh, this is going to Curtis Taylor, um, who affectionately around here, and I believe even at home, I think his mother probably coined the term, but they call him Cujo. So uh, we've been calling him Puppy lately because we, we wanted to see the see the bite out of him before we, we went full-time Cujo on him. But uh uh, he really stood out in that game, and uh, we for, we believe he's going to be a terrific player. Uh, he came along a little bit slower, not slower, but a typical sophomore uh, getting the playbook, I think, held him back a little bit. But we just loved the way that he goes after the ball each and every play. He's, he gives us fits when he's in on the scout team. He's been great done a great job at uh, JV, and he got the call to start varsity, and boy, did he deliver for us. Well, will he be the starting 
guy this week against Edgewood, or or guys coming back? How's that look? Yeah, that's that hasn't been determined as far as that. Uh, again, uh, some some things I just leave off the podcast. But there there was a reason why he he was in there, mostly because he earned it. But a spot opened up for him because uh, we had to deal with some of our issues here internally, and uh, he stepped in there. So, you know, we're going to see how practice goes that week, uh, this week. Uh, he certainly, his play on the field is a big part of that. And you kind of bring something up there, Bo. People probably sit and stand and say, why does this guy play, and why does that guy not play, and uh, or this guy over him. And it's a complicated, it's not just, well, he played good, he gets there. Now, we want to go out there in practice, compete every day, and, uh, you know, put it all together. Put your game performance in there. How'd you do in the JV game? How'd you film grade out? How'd you go in practice? What was your attitude like? Are you a good teammate? And you got to put all that into a pile, and then you can only play 11 at a time. So, uh, uh, you know, I'm certainly proud of his performance there. Uh, there's a lot of factors that go into whether he starts, and certainly he's done his part. And that's the other thing that happens, too, is, you know, you can do everything we ask you to do, and you still may not be the guy who's starting uh, that week. And, and I, you know, I've had some conversations with parents, as you normally do, and, and they want to wonder uh, why they, uh, why this kid, why is he playing over my kid or whatever. I said, listen, you're talking to the guy <laughs> who didn't start until his senior year and had to work his butt off just to do that. And that, that's just what we're trying to do with the program. So. Uh, I couldn't be more proud of uh, of Cujo, uh, <laughs> Curtis Taylor, and um, you know if he doesn't start, I know he's going to get a ton of playing time. He's been great on special teams for us and everything else, so uh, uh, he deserves that sandwich. Awesome! Congratulations, Curtis Taylor, and you remember your teammate Joe Gallo will be floating around the high school with that Permanis gift card and salute to you and also these Red Dragons. Um, Coach, before we wrap things up, and I, I'm sure you do, I know I do, um, we, we, we love the support of the podcast. It's nice to hear that people listen in, and I think it's just a wonderful thing to, to shed light on the program. Coach Perry reveals things that you're not going to hear anywhere else. The players come on the show. But when we do this show, and this is why I'm leading us up to this point, we meet down here in the coach's office, and if one of the kids is straggling around or if he's able to catch a kid, these are the kids we bracked in. These, we don't really kind of pregame these. This is not a set schedule of, hey, week six, we're having this guy on at this time. So we kind of were running on different times today, and we weren't able to keep one of the players who was going to stay. So with that said, we're going to have one of the frontliners on on the second part of the show. So as we prepare, and I know a lot of parents get excited to think maybe their their young uh, man might be on the podcast this week, that doesn't mean that we forgot them or we're shoving them aside. Basically, it's just me and Coach Perry in the office right now. So unless we come to your house and drag your child out of your home and bring them down to the coach's office, that's the only way that they're going to be on the show tonight. Yeah, well, I mean, we, we, we laugh about this quite a bit because sometimes we have a hard time getting together. Uh, obviously, Bo, you got kids and they're running here, and, and same same with same with me. And then our players, you know, they have lives. And uh, we actually finished practice up a little bit earlier today. You know, you get to this this time of the year, you you know, ease up on their bodies, and and you know the weather's turning. You want to keep them out there and get them sick. So, yeah, the kids were the kids were gone. We we thought maybe we we're going to kidnap one for a little bit, but uh, you know his grandpa was waiting on him, and I, I just didn't want him to, to have to stay. So uh, I guess the positive is we'll get to see another portion of our program. We're going to be speaking to one of the frontliners, and uh, there aren't too many uh, booster organizations that have been able to do what, they, what they're what they able to do for us year in and year out. Uh, they've been a lifeblood of this program for 50-plus years, and uh, it's truly amazing 
the support we get from them, not only them, but from the football mothers as well. So we, we know we're blessed, but uh, it'll be nice again for some of the fans uh, to, to maybe get a peek at that part of our program. So as much as we hate to not be able to showcase a player this week, we'll turn this into a positive and yeah. uh, be thankful that we're able to, to show this with, the, with what we're doing with the program. And we're going to get to the mothers as well. Again, we just have I, – I, I happen to uh, work with the president of the Frontliners, so um, I'll be able to uh, probably call him in about a half hour and uh, run over to this house and, and kind of knock that out. Fair enough? Sounds good to me. Once again, you are listening to the 2018 Coach Perry Podcast, again, powered by Charles Auto Family, located in Garrettsville, Ohio. And a big shout-out to Permani Brothers and Niles, Ohio, who always donate a $15 gift certificate to the hardest Working Red Dragon, presented by the hardest working sandwich in America, and that's Permani's. Coach Perry, best of luck to you and these young men, the Red Dragons, as you look to finish out this season, and hopefully you wrap it up with us. Win number four and send these seniors out on a high note. Yeah, long bus ride. Not looking forward to that, but uh, really am excited to get out there with our seniors one last time. We got last lap coming up here later in the week. Uh, that's always an emotional time. So big week for those kids, and hopefully our underclassmen coaches know we got to do this the right way so that they can uh, have a, a great memory for the rest of their life. Awesome stuff as always. Thanks, Chris Perry. Flow that got the block hot, super hot. Welcome back to another edition of the 2018 Player Spotlight. This week we're going to feature the president of the Frontliners, John Burrell. John, we appreciate you taking some time. Obviously, you're busy. All you guys are very involved in helping putting the best foot forward for this program. You guys do a wonderful job, but thank you. Um, what's this season been like for you? It's been a good year for us, a uh, good year for the boys, and the new coach came into town. Um, going hopefully four and six years here will be much much anticipated and looking forward to the next season with kids coming up. Nice. And for you, I mean, uh, a lot of people talk about the frontliners, and I know Coach Perry talks about the tradition of the frontliners and, and how we do have a very special thing with these kids. I mean, the sausages, fry, you guys do, I mean, the pancake things. You guys do a lot with these young men. Um, what do you take most out of it, and what are some of your favorite things you've got to be involved with so far? Well, I've been involved in it for the last seven, eight years now, and we like what we do. We help these boys out every single day. Little things behind the scenes. A uh, lot of the parents are helping us out. We always need more people to get involved. Um, we always we have our monthly meetings uh, once a month on the first Thursday of the month. Uh, usually at High Point or various places, and uh, just looking to get more people involved with the program and we, we, we can help the boys out. If there's anyone out there, I mean, uh, kid, moms or dads, I mean, uh, anyone can join? <laughs> it's, it's, it's mostly all men. But women could join if they... <laughs> Well, that, that could be determined, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, but, if, but if you want to sign up for the Frontliners, um, what's the pr protocol to do it? Come to one of our meetings. Come to see one of us at a game. Um, approach us. It, you know, it's a $20 membership fee for the year, and it, which is small. And, you know, we have different events throughout the whole year that they can help out with. It's a good, it's a great program for the boys. Definitely, and like I said, you see all this stuff going on. It just shows you uh, the pride of Niles and, and how many people support what goes on. Um, for you with this team, um, what's it been like just under the coaching changes and, and going from the past, uh, you know, coaching staff to the coaching staff? And not on good or bad things, but just in terms of, you know, what difference have you seen? 
This year it's a, it's, it's a huge difference in the boys. A um, lot more discipline, a lot more culture involved. Um, and, and talent is there, and, and the wins will come. Um, I know the coach has his hands full with the boys, you know, with the boys this year and stuff like that, but uh, he's doing a great job over there. The whole coaching staff is doing a wonderful job. Awesome stuff. Once again, you're listening to the 2018 Coach Perry Podcast and Player Spotlight featuring president of the Frontliners, John Burrell, kind enough to take some time. If you miss any of these shows in their entirety, you know they're free and available at iTunes and Block Talk Radio as we feature all the Dragons and Dragon games on a weekly basis. And one more game left, Edgewood Road Game. Um, three and six as this team looks to close out with three straight wins to finish four and six. Exciting stuff. Um, for you as a fan, not just a frontliner, um, mm-hmm. what have you taken away from this season, maybe just watching these Red Dragons get at it? Uh, honestly, I, I can't really sit the stands too much. There's too many critics up there in the stands. <laughs> so uh, I'm more of a type of fence type of guy. Um, these boys are, uh, e- each week they've been getting better and better. Uh, you, you can see that. Um, they're playing their hearts out. They're putting everything they have into the game. Uh, the seniors are putting everything thing they have into it, and they've they've come a long way this season. Nice, nice. And I, I believe uh, I think that kind of re- that resonates amongst a lot of men. I mean, you're always going to have the critics, but uh, I think at least the pulse, at least from what I hear, I, I hear more compliments than negatory things. And I, I do think uh, the program's headed in in a, in a good direction. So for you guys, I mean, um, what do you? I mean, you have the sausage fry. I know you guys do the pancake thing at Seminaros. I mean, what are other some of the functions that you work with with these kids? Well, we have. Um, hopefully, this year we'll have a playoff game where uh, the frontliners park the vehicles for the for the coming into the game. So we're able to profit off of that. Um, we have, like it says, like you said, the prop sausage fry. We're looking to expand some different things next year. We're going back to we we got away with our golf outing this past year, but we're looking to have a golf outing next year, and possibly another one on one club, which is like a like a bingo type of club that we have for the game. So, okay, which is uh which is nice little gig for everybody. So nice. Now, in terms of just like like the parking stuff, you usually have enough people on. Uh, we need more frontliners out there helping the park cars. Yeah, we we always can use the extra help though. So I mean, anybody who's willing to come on out, you know, give us a holler and come on out and it's like last couple of years it's been kind of crazy with parking the cars, but uh, somehow some way we get it we manage to get it done. So now Coach Perry always has to correct me on a lot of these things because I get I don't know what the frontliners do and I don't know what the mothers do. So I mean, uh, and we're going to have the mothers on too to share their side of the story and all they do for this team. But uh, what, what I mean, what are some of the differences between what the mothers do and you guys do? Because I, you know, I do. I get confused all the time with coaches like, nah, this is the mother's side or, or this is the frontliner side. Moms usually take care of the boys, feeding the boys, taking care of them with the banquet. Uh, the frontliners do everything else in between. Uh, the small things, the the weight room, the. Uh, we we want to add a sauna. There's an already a sauna in the way, in the uh, locker room. We want to fix that up and get that going. Um, we redo, redid the locker room a couple of years ago. I mean, they did a fan, Tim Perry and those guys did a fantastic job of re gutting the whole locker room and putting a whole new locker room in there. Um, stuff on the outside as far as putting banners around the whole outside of the football field and you know there, there's a sign there's a schedule sign on the back half of the home side of the field that uh, the frontliners have done so different things like that so in a typical month how much extra time do you have to think you put into maybe during football season and and because you know I want to compliment you guys and I want to compliment the mothers when they come on the program as well because 
everyone heads down to Bo Ryan. It looks so magnificent, but I, you know, there, there, it takes work to make it look like that. And I just sure want to give you guys, all the frontliners, everybody who puts their hand in that pile, the, you know, the deserving credit that you deserve. But how much time, maybe in a month during the football season, uh, are you down at Bo Ryan Stadium? <laughs> it's, it's never ending. It seems like uh, countless hours, but. Uh, I don't know how many hours. We just do it because we love the kids. Uh, put the time in and help each other out and get it done. And I don't even know how many hours. Forty hours. <laughs> a lot. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's a lot. It's it's a it's a lot of hours. So. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, the place looks fabulous, and you guys do a fabulous job. And Thank I appreciate you. you sharing some of your time. Um, I know it's late, and uh, this is kind of stopping by the house and you know and letting you uh let me stop by and doing this but i told coach perry i would i'd be on my way to grab you so we could get this done but uh i'm sure <laughs> yeah but again like i said we we, we were uh, unable to grab a player because our schedules uh were a little bit uh misaligned uh, i went running and when he texted me he said hey we got done early i go i'm leaving the park now so uh that was the that's the way that worked out <laughs> so the players he had one player that could have stayed but you know we don't want him to wait just a whole half hour. Just don't let me do no impersonation of book, uh, Coach Perry at all. So <laughs> yeah, we're going to leave you with three and out. And I told you, we always joke around. Um, is it true that you have to own a boat to be in the front line? Well, just because a couple of the front liners have a boat doesn't necessarily that. No. no. So that's false? That's false. That's false. false. false? Yeah. Do you know anybody that does a great Coach Perry impersonation? Uh, offhand, uh, I could. Uh, no, no, I really don't. And uh, I could get you in trouble with Mrs. Burrell, but since we ask all the players, and I ask every guy that's ever come on the other programs, if you could take any female celebrity out for a quick bite to eat, Mr. Burrell, who are you going to take for a quick bite to eat? That's that's a hard one. uh, I've always been a Jennifer Love Hewitt fan, so. There you go. She's always been one of my favorites, but. But Mrs. Burrell. She's, <laughs> she's not now. Yeah, I know she makes great cookies. <laughs> oh, John, hey, appreciate your time. Best of luck to you and those frontliners. And always uh, thanks for listening to the 2018 Players Podcast and also the Coach Perry Podcast powered by Charles Auto Family, also with the help of the Permanis gift card. Big shout-out to everyone involved. Thank you. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.